This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season two. It's episode 86. The Cubs GM meeting plans. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow up the socials. Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, fly the W on Facebook, or email us at fly the W670 at gmail.com. Crowley, happy Thursday. How you doing? I'm still drinking the tears of the salty crying Brewers fan, so I'm I'm in pretty good shape. <laughs> I love it. All right. So we've got plenty to talk about the reactions and the opinions to what happened with David Ross getting launched and Craig Council signing a new deal. Just don't stop. Yeah. The the baseball world is dealing with the aftershock of what David Haw has decided to call the Cubs coup. Is that right? I believe that's what he's got. He's got, that's his new uh, obvious shirts t-shirt Cubs coup. He's he's got to trademark that one Uh, snatching uh, former Brewers manager, Craig council and firing world series hero, David Ross. So since that happened, remember we went on a live emergency podcast on Monday, a lot more details have emerged since then. Um, we're going to take a look at this two ways, from the Cubs' perspective and the Brewers' perspective. Uh, starting with the Cubs' owner, Tom Ricketts, on Tuesday, after everything went down, former Cubs all-star and radio analyst for Cubs games on 670 The Score, Ron Coomer appeared on the Mully and Haw Show. Somehow, Dustin, you were able to get him out of Coom Dog out of his hibernation in Florida, <laughs> put, down, put down the tropical beverage and come on here. But as I was kind of listening to um, what Coombe had to say, I kind of felt like uh, this was an interesting nugget that I heard him say. I, I Very unexpected to the extreme. I, I knew, I saw Tom Ricketts, um, saw Mr. Ricketts the last day of the season um, up by the booths. Um, he was right outside our booth in Milwaukee. And that was probably the most upset I'd seen Tom about um, our team. And uh, understandably so, you know, they, they were expecting to go to the playoffs. They did not. And, you know, he, he, things are going to happen when your owner is that upset about the way things have gone for the last month. You know, things are, there's going to be some changes or things are going to happen. And obviously they did. So, you know, I, you know, you, you, you and I have both know Coom. We've listened to him all the time. I, I was surprised when he said, you know, the most angry or frustrated or upset that he's seen Tom Ricketts, you know, and that, that has to be saying something. Absolutely. It definitely says a ton. That's the, uh, that's the money shot out of that interview. Great interview. Also, you know, if, if uh, Craig Council is good enough for the Coom dog, I guess he's got to be good enough for me as well. Big fan of uh, Ron Coomer. 
But what's interesting is earlier, I don't know exactly when that was, you know, it was, but it was the last day of the season. Tom Ricketts went on both marquee and the score talking about David Ross being their guy. Yep. A hundred percent. And that, that was, that was definitely, you know, when you listen to that, I, I, I didn't think he was as upset as Coombe kind of made it seem, but like, you know, Coombe's not going to sit there and say something that, you know, if he obviously saw him out there and saw him upset, this is what Tom had to say about Ross on marquee. I think Ross, he did a great job. He creates a, a great clubhouse culture. Uh, the players love playing for him. Um, he keeps a he keeps a, a steady, balanced approach game in and game out that you need over the course of 162 games. And and um, you know he's I, I talked to him before the game today. He's as disappointed as anyone that, that we just couldn't quite pull it over the finish line. And and so um, I think he did a good job. So you know, for me, I sit there and and we talked about it when those came out because you remember it was Tom was on Sunday and I think Jed was the next day on Monday, and we said that there's certain lines that they all kind of you know talking points that yep. they all have, and it seemed to me like that was going to be the talking point. They played well for Rossi, uh, you know, they they were ten under, you know, got twelve over, all that stuff. But, you know, I, I just kept having this nagging feeling that, that there were some things that upset people about how that all played out. Right. But what I'm going to have to believe, what I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hold firm on this is that if Craig Council wasn't available, David Ross would still be the manager of the Cubs. A hundred percent. You, you mean, wouldn't make this move. We're yeah. getting rid of David Ross for anybody except Craig Council. Absolutely. A hundred percent agree with you on that. Uh, uh, but the question then Dustin is if Saya makes that catch, if the bullpen isn't all in shambles, if they make the playoffs, would they still make the move? I think that's a question that I think we'll never know. We'll never know because again, you know, hypothetically, let, let's just, let's just play. Let's just play the hypothetical. Okay. Let's say they make it to the postseason. So they're there in the postseason as opposed to Arizona. What, what if they had, what if they had an advance like Arizona advanced, right? What, right. If they had, what, what if they hadn't won a postseason game? Would that have been enough of a reason to have gotten rid of David Ross? And and so, you know, that kind of takes us to, to what Jed Hoyer and some of his reaction, because we've finally heard from uh, Jed Hoyer. And, you know, uh, Sahadev Sharma did a great investigative piece on how this all went down in The Athletic. Um, uh, subscribe. I would recommend. I love it. I, I get a lot of stuff there. But uh, according to Shahadab on, no, on November 1st, right? So this is after the team no longer needed permission. You needed permission from the Brewers prior to November 1st. So on November 1st, Hoyer reaches out to council and they decide to meet up somewhere in the Chicagoland area, right? And so they wanted to make sure this was quiet. So Hoyer was the only person to meet with council. Barely anyone in the front office knew it was happening. They never came to the Cubs offices adjacent to Wrigley Field. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. I know a lot of people in the Cubs social media world that live in that vicinity of Wrigley Field. And if you know who you're looking for, you can see them walking dogs, going for a stroll, everything. So Hoyer was absolutely not going to be seen anywhere near Wrigley with Craig Council. Do you remember when, when the Cubs got Theo, he was first spotted in a Starbucks and it jumped all over social media? Yep, absolutely. Totally remember it, yep. And so he wasn't going to make that mistake. And so, you know, how funny. But once they came to an agreement, 
Hoyer immediately books a flight to Florida to meet with Ross in Tallahassee, where Ross lives in the offseason. And the two, and, and this is Sahadev's words, uh, the two had a, a had a long and at times tense conversation during which general manager Carter Hawkins called some staff and players to deliver the nudes and word quickly spread throughout the team. So th- there's Jed in Florida, you know, <laughs> it, with a, with a not friendly conversation probably, or not a fun conversation with Ross. And in the meantime, in the back, you know, Hawkins is probably still in Chicago calling everybody to let him know that is insane to me. Yeah. It's uh really is insane. A lot of moving parts, a lot of people in the dark, um, I got to give him credit. I mean, I, I don't 100% agree with it, Crowley. That's not breaking news or anything like that. But I got to give him credit. They wanted to get something done, and they and they got it done. They they absolutely had a plan that they wanted executed, and they got it done. Right. And the interesting thing, though, is that Bruce Levine has been all over the place, you know, talking to everybody. Um, Bruce from Marquee and 670, the score baseball insider. And he decided, he, you know, he actually got to talk to Jed about the decision. Yeah. And here's a clip from that. Great interview. Tough decisions for tough people. Uh, tell us how you got into this uh, with Craig Council and hiring him as your new manager. Well, you know, from afar, he's always someone I've admired so much. I mean, going back to 2017, um, his teams every single year uh, overachieved. Uh, I love the style of baseball they played. And um, it's felt from afar like there was there was no weakness as a manager. Uh, he was good in the clubhouse and well-respected. He managed the game incredibly well. He handled the media very well. So all those things I've sort of from afar always really admired. And, um, you know, I, I always kind of use the uh, the Bum Phillips um, quote about Bear Bryant, which is, you know, he would take his and beat yours and yours and beat his. He just felt like he was really good at figuring out how to get the most out of his teams so, you know, when he became a free agent and um, there was a possibility, it's certainly something you, know, you had to uh, think about because uh, it's pretty rare for a guy that's at the top of that, um, that list to ever become available. How does the chronology go when you have a manager in place that you really like personally, professionally, has done an awful lot of things for this organization historically, and then you know in your heart of hearts that uh, your job at the end of the day is to have the very best people in the very pe- best places. Yeah. I mean, I try to look at it like I'm, I'm in this position, but my job is really to Cubs fans. My job is to the organization and I have a responsibility to the Ricketts. And I view that as my duty, you know, that um, when I have something that I believe will help us win more games short term and more games long term, I feel like I have to do that. That there's a lot of people that, devote a lot of their life to the Cubs. There's a lot of people that spend a lot of money to watch the Cubs and do things with the Cubs. And like, that's my job. And, um, sometimes, oftentimes it means making really hard decisions, but that's why I'm in this role. And when I, if I don't feel that way, I shouldn't be in this position. Hallelujah. Amen. I spend a lot of money. I go to a lot of games and I say, like I said before, Thank you so much. That, again, I think the amount of cojones it took to pull off that move to do every, and it all played out that that was absolutely cold blooded, but a hundred percent, the right move for wins, short term wins, long terms. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm happy about it. But Dustin, there was one other quote that I heard. And, and remember, the Cubs had a 92% chance of reaching the playoffs in early September. Eliminated the final weekend of the season. Hoyer and the Cubs felt that they left wins on the table. And, and to me, that kind of resonates a lot. Left wins on the table. You know, a lot of questions about well, how many, how many, How many one-run games did they lose, Crowley? Right, right. A lot of a lot how of how many games, games? How many games were they winning? How many games were they winning entering the eighth inning that ended up getting away from them? Too many, too many. Right, and and again, a lot of these guys they ended up looking tired, looking relaxed, or not relaxed, looking tired, looking out of gas, and you know you just got to wonder if if he did the best job that he could um, with with some of these making as far as your lineup and resting guys and making sure that you're fresh. And I think that that is definitely um, something that Craig council is known for is just using his lineup and giving guys days off and all of those things. I'm just taking a look right here in one run games. The Cubs were 21 and 24. Okay, so, so there's, there's, there's three below 500. <laughs> you're not even you know, three below 500, right? Right. And I thought and I saw so, a stat out there that uh, Craig council, has won has won 51 run games. Yeah, just just phenomenal. Now, you know, we were wondering what the players would think because obviously, you know, the close relationship and poor Ian Happ, right? He decides this is way before any of this comes out. He's got an event for his coffee uh, business, yeah, Connect, Connect Roasters, Roasters yeah. right? And so he's doing an appearance that included a question and answer. And all I kept thinking about was that, what was it, Southwest commercial, want to get away? Yeah. Like, can you <laughs> Can you imagine like, okay, here you are with a Q and a, and now this massive story breaks and you got to be the first player to respond about it. And you know, Ian Happ is, is no dummy. He's the Cubs. Um, he's the Cubs rep for the union union rep and all that stuff. And, and he handled it diplomatically. Here's what Ian had to say when asked about it. Um, yeah. I mean, definitely uh, a bunch of emotions. Rossi um, was, is a great friend, uh, was an awesome manager. Um, you know, maybe the guy that I'll play for the longest, like that's, um, he, he and I have a fantastic relationship. He gave me a chance to play. Um, and, and I really grew under him. So, uh, I have nothing but respect for him, uh, and admiration for everything that he did for us, you know, seen counsel from across the field quite a bit over the last seven years. Um, always been impressed by the way that he manages the way that he controls the bullpen, um, his poise, um, and I'm excited to get going with him and, and pick his brain about you know everything baseball. Great, great cut, Crawley. Great find there. Yeah, he. I think that he really, you know, like I said, handled it perfectly. And and, and there, you had to have looked across that dugout and and see what the Brewers did. He was on that team. Ian Happ was in 2018 when the Cubs lost game 163. Ian was on that team in 2017 where the Brewers almost took the Cubs with all the talent that the Cubs had on that roster. And so, you know, he has to be 
aware of that and how difficult it has it's been playing Milwaukee the last, ever since 2017. It's always been a struggle and the Brewers always seem to have their number. So I thought it was interesting, but uh, you know, Dustin, before we jumped on this, a interview with David Ross was re- um, came out from the Tallahassee Democrat newspaper. Uh, they talked to a guy, a reporter named Jim Henry. Oh, not Jim, Jim Henry, not, not Jim Henry <laughs> of oh. the Ted Lilly heart attack oh, signing. Oh, oh, oh. We're missing, we're missing a couple letters. Okay, Jim Henry of the Tallahassee Democrat, and this is what Ross said, and it was very emotional. Apparently, I think the thing that comes over me is that I'm extremely thankful for the opportunity. To be honest, there were a lot of people who worked really hard alongside me. I'm really thankful for the four years I got coming from zero coaching experience to getting the chance to manage such a great organization that has impacted my life in a great way. There's great people there. I really don't have a lot of negative to say, to be honest. I get mad from time to time, but I have a lot to be thankful for. Um, We had our conversation, Ross said, referring to Jed Hoyer. If my boss doesn't think I am a good manager, then he should move on. I don't fault him for that. If he doesn't think I'm the right guy, that's his job. That's his choice. I have my own thoughts and opinions that I will keep to myself. Anger and all that stuff is poison for me. It's time to figure out what's next. I have a lot of gratitude. Some of the toughest times in my career, whether it's getting released or different things in my career on and off the field, have been blessings at some point, have made me a better man. There's been a lot of good things after some really tough times in my life. Hopefully this is another one of them. So again, very diplomatic and biting his tongue. He's going to keep some of his thoughts and opinions to himself. Clearly not happy, Dustin, obviously, as we know. No, no, and I think he was completely blindsided. I don't think he saw this coming for one second. I don't think anybody did. and, and like, I don't even know if Jed Hoyer did until he decided to put some feelers out. And so th- that's the hardest part is, is when your boss says you're doing a good job and the owner's saying you're doing a good job and you know you think you have a job next season, you're going home just to relax and be with the kids, and next thing you know, you're out of a job. I mean, that's that's tough. So that's the Cubs perspective from the Brewers perspective. We talked about Tom Ricketts. What about the owner of the Brewers, Mark Atanasio? Let me tell you something about this guy here. He was not thrilled with Craig council jumping ship. I can at least uh, attest to that, but I sat there and when, when I took a look at this guy, he's such a, he looks like a creep. When I sit there and I take a look at his quote right here, he said, well, we lost Craig, but I've reflected on this. You know, Craig has lost us, and he's lost our community. It's a really special place to be. Excuse me, Mr. Atanasio. I wish Boars and Bernstein was still on so I could play a who you crap and cut there. <laughs> if, you, if you've been paying attention to Wisconsin politics, Atanasio and his brewers threatened to relocate the team if the state didn't fund a 546 million-dollar taxpayer-funded financial package to upgrade American Family Field, a.k.a. Miller Park, a.k.a. Wrigley Field North. The ballpark's only 21 years old, Dustin. The team's going to kick in $100 million. But you're going to say Craig lost our community when, when you were sitting there threatening everybody to leave if you didn't get your money? that the taxpayers are going to have to pay for not out of, you know, hundred million out of your pocket, but 546 million out of the taxpayers pockets of Wisconsin. Don't, don't, who are you crapping? 
That's yeah, all I got. That is, a, that, is, that is a who you that is a who you crapping if I've ever heard one. Yeah, he's a he's a jag. There's no doubt about that. We we don't need to waste any more time on that guy. Yeah, when we take a look at GM Matt Arnold, he was more diplomatic. Um, according to Jesse Rogers, he said Arnold said he was shocked. We've been super supportive of him and his opportunity to assess the market. That was up to them, up to him. In this situation, we put Craig first throughout the process, and I'm thrilled for him and his outcome. At the same time, we're in a position where we have to put our best foot forward, and we're going to do exactly that. As far as Brewers fans, Dustin, if you've been lucky enough to avoid Brewers Twitter, let me tell you, they're extremely pissed off, and Craig Council is the second coming of Benedict Armel, Arnold. Uh, how mad are they right now? So mad that the sign outside Craig Council Park in Whitefish Bay was vandalized with spray paint. They wrote the letters ass on there. The, the ballpark, formerly known as Water Tower Park, um, village name uh, leaders renamed it in honor of Council, who's a Whitefish Bay native in 2012. That's the home to the village's little league team. So, you know, great, great job there with vandalizing that. But, you know, those what? are the losers, Carly. Th those are the losers in this whole thing. You know, guys I that would vandalize over a manager leaving. Yeah. You know, cry a little bit more about it. And I just, I think, I think it's going to be, if you've ever been to a Cubs Brewers game, sometimes it can get testy. I've been down there and I've seen, I've seen some fisticuffs. I've seen some words exchanged. And I, I think there's going to be a lot of heat coming here. I think that for Wisconsin people, I, I think that there is this, sometimes they feel like Illinois takes things from them as far as the good land, Lake Geneva, stuff like that. I think that they're pissed. I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding, Dustin. I'm hey, they, take you ever the hear good, they take the good land. <laughs> you, you, you ever hear of a fib? I'm just telling you is that if you ever heard the term fib, look it up. I ain't going to say it on air. But I'm telling yeah. you right now, when the Cubs play that Brewers in that first series in Milwaukee. Fine, I, Illinois boy. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say it, it, you better keep your head on a swivel and try to avoid any conflicts. Because I got a feeling it's, it's going to be a mess that very first series.